Hey WhiskeyTube, welcome back to another episode of the DBS Tasting Room. Today we're going to be looking at our $100 uh, whiskey starter kit. Yeah, I think this is going to be exciting. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, ho hopefully you guys like it. You'll like it. Alright everyone, so uh, what we decided to do today uh, was curate our $100 under or under $100 introduction into whiskey mm -hmm. starter kit. So what we mean by that is if, if I gave you $100 and said, you know, go to your box store or go to your local li uh, liquor store, you know, what can you put together? What can you curate, put together under that? The list that we think um, we could convince someone who is not a whiskey drinker yeah. into becoming a whiskey drinker or um, just to add to your collection because they're good bottles. Absolutely. <laughs> it's as simple as that. Yep, have a couple different options. That way anytime <laughs> you're ready to go to the shelf, you got different flavor choices. I totally like that. Mm -hmm. um, so I'll jump into it, right? Um, so I'm a scotch guy and um, I'm a, I like all kinds of scotches, uh, but you know, I lean a little bit more towards the, the sherried uh, finish scotch. Um, so you're going to see a couple here in, in my profile selections, but um, I went with the Glenlivet 12 from the Spacehead region of Scotland. Mm -hmm. um, this is probably your most in, introductory whiskey in, in, in yeah. any Scotch market. Yep. Um, it's, it's extremely available anywhere you go. It's about $25, maybe even 20. You can get it for, you know, if you get it for a sale, you can get it a really good price on this. Um, but it's, it's, you know, it's Glenlivet's kind of their standard range. I believe it's at 40%, yeah, 40% ABV. So it's, <laughs> it's kind of entry level. Right. Um, you know, jump up a little bit more uh, we went with the Glenfiddich 12 year so this is um, done in Oloroso sherry and um, ex bourbon casks and then they're married together at the end of their maturation time so you're gonna get that um, that sherry kind of funkness to it but it's really really mild and it's really light uh, and this bottle you can get anywhere from 35 to 40 dollars at any local liquor store and it's readily available on the shelf anyone who's gonna carry scotch they're carrying that this. makes it nice right yeah readily available totally um and then the gem i think in this pick for me is the glen Bodengi la santa the 12 de la santa mm -hmm. this is by far probably one of my all-time favorite like just whiskeys in general i am saying that and there's so many whiskeys out there it is such a well-balanced and well-priced scotch that it's really hard to pass on this one um, these are both from the Highlands region of Scotland, but this Glen Modengi, um, the La Santa, I mean, it just, it's just on another level, I think. Um, it's 43%, so it's a little bit higher ABV than your other two. Yeah. Um, but when you talk sherry bomb in the world of whiskey, this is one of those. Yeah, this might be the gem of all of the bottles. There's something about the La Santa, even me, I'll get into mine here in a second on the bourbon side, but there's something about that La Santa that really is great for the introductory, uh, even the experienced whiskey drink. It kind of covers all bases. I agree with you. And, yeah. I, I, and it sits, in, it sits in, in like that wheelhouse for a lot of different things. Yep. And this, you'll find this in a lot of lists for people's, especially when they talk in, this, in Scotch. It's in their list, yep. you know, in whatever that may be. So Donnie, what, what do you got? Yeah, so all mine are pretty much Kentucky straight bourbons. Uh, I went with the Wild Turkey 101, uh, the Buffalo Trace, Buffalo Trace, because that's the distillery and the name of the bottle, <laughs> uh, Elijah Craig 94, and the uh, 1792 Small Batch. I think uh, all of these bottles offer something a little bit different uh, as far as the, the bourbon tasting notes, even though they're, you know, fairly similar tasting notes across all bourbons. Yeah. This adds a little bit you know, different things through each bottle, kind of depending on what you're tasting, I agree. what you're feeling like. I agree. I think you're right on with that. There's yeah. a little bit, a little subtle nuances that are different in each one of these. Um, and, and that's from yours and even the scotches here. Yeah. Um, you know, before we t start talking about them, you want to pour something? I think we should pour something. But Let's we didn't discuss what to pour before the episode. So now we got to figure it out on, on camera. On the fly here. here. Well, gonna I'm going to go with, 
I'm going to jump in the Glenfiddich. I think that's a good call. I'm going to jump in the Glenfiddich. Yeah. Now, this is a bottle that, uh, it's opened, uh, but as you see, it's it's pretty full. Now, this is, I have a ton of whiskey to choose from, generally speaking, when it comes to, you know, what we want to drink on, on your daily basis. So, um, this doesn't always sit in that list. Um, not because I don't like it, because I do. This is why it's on my, I think I gave you a little bit too much, my friend, but that's, sorry. Ooh. That's yeah. a hefty pour. Here, I'll give you this one. You can have the smaller <laughs> pour. How about that? I'll take the higher pour. <laughs> um, you got to show that pour off, Wes. We're going to try a couple of these mean, things, but holy I didn't smokes. I I apologize. Um, but what you're going to get here, um, you know, after we... Let's cheers, my friend. Cheers. Cheers. Um, is you're going to get some vanilla. You're going to get some some light fruits on the, on the nose. Um, it's really mild, though. It's... Actually, the nose is kind of has a lot of... It's got a lot of heat, oddly enough, for a scotch, for a 40%. And what I mean by heat, it's just, there's just some ethanol. There's ethanol on the nose. And a lot of these, when you get into like really deep sherried whiskeys, I feel like you don't tend to get um, ethanol almost at all on the nose. You know what I mean? I I am on this this Glenfiddich though. But not in a bad way at all. What do you think? This is a good whiskey. It's good? Like we just had, at least recently on the scotch side, I had a Glenfiddich 18 that was a really good... Might have to blind these guys. This 12 yeah. is solid. It's good. It's yeah, got definitely like, light notes, like, like the light fruits. Light fruits. Really light fruits. Um, it's not dried fruits that you would get in, in a traditional sherry cast, and I think that's because um, I'm sure whatever they're doing here is less than that Oloroso. Um, and it's you know it's blended at the end. or Blend is not the word they like to use, married, because blend people kind of get turned off, and they think it's a blend. Um, these are all single malt scotch is what I decided to go with today. Um, but this is a... This is like a white gummy bear. <laughs> That's what it tastes like to you me. You might have nailed it. It's like a white gummy bear. It's sugar. It's little. The vanilla is not in the in the gummy bear, but it's kind of fruity enough. Um, yeah. It's very very light on the palate too. The finish isn't overly you know deep, and it's not it's overly like complicated. Medium short. It's medium finish. short. Yeah. Medium short for sure. Uh, but it's it's really good. I mean, it's a this is a great introductory whiskey for someone who is not into scotch and and you want to try to convince them. Yeah. That's why we're looking at these three. I like that one. You know, so I'm going to put this one aside, Donnie. Let's uh, let's jump into one of yours. Uh, yeah, I'll actually start with the 1792. One of the things I really like about this, guys, it's not a high proof. It's a nice, well-balanced. Uh, it's got a lot of the banana notes, some of the things we'll get on some of these other bottles too, but uh, a little banana, caramel, vanilla, uh, really easy to drink. Uh, that's the one thing that I'm looking for with a lot of these introductory uh, whiskeys is you want something not necessarily with a short finish, but just things that it's not going to be off-putting. You're not going to—it's not going to scare away any potential whiskey drinker. Somebody yeah. that's kind of that—that whiskey curious that we talk about. Yeah, whiskey uh, curious. That's the I, I don't know why I keep saying that, I like but I it. like it um, <laughs> because there's just a lot to be curious about with you know how things are distilled, sure. you know, with the grains, the, the mash bills. There's just a lot involved with whiskey, and then you know as you kind of jump down this journey with us, we'll go more into detail on each of these uh, pieces of the puzzle. But uh, the 1792, I really like. It's one of those daily sippers. Yeah. It doesn't matter what mood you're in. You don't have to be craving a specific flavor profile. This one is just kind of kind of delivered for you. You can just pour it neat. You know, if you want it on the rocks, actually, it wouldn't be bad on the rocks. Well, let's pour it. Yeah. Actually, <laughs> We're talking about pouring it neat. Let's get it, buddy. All right. I agree. I think you're right, Donnie. That 1792 is a really nice entry-level uh, bourbon. Uh, it sits in that realm of, like, um, 
banana and uh, caramel and light, light though. You know, it's not a, it's not a punch. And I think that's the word we use, the punch. Like you don't get these spikes in flavor. You get this real nice, mellow, kind of rounded off flavor profile. Um, and actually, I think you're going to get that in every whiskey that you're looking at right here. Yeah. Nothing in in what we've shown you. None of the expressions that we've talked about um, are are punchy. If, if that word no. makes any sense, nothing is going to be off-putting and be like, oh, you know, that's no. a hit. That's a hit. You know, um, it's just funny how you can go mm, the cheers. scotch to the the bourbon and you can just immediately tell. Oh yeah, there's a banana forward for but sure nice, on the yeah, nose. There's a lot of banana on this one. You'll hear me overuse that uh, that note quite a bit, but for whatever reason, with all of our tastings, the banana note just seems to be real yeah. prevalent for me. Um, you know, across the board, the Old Foresters, the 1792s, the Glen Levitts. A lot of those ones are really jumping out. Is you know, all right, cool. This is the first well. Ameri first American Oak brings out that tropical banana flavor. I mean, yeah. that's why you get it in here. Yeah. That's why this is. That's why the Glen Levitt Twelve is banana forward. It's because it's not finished in sherry. There's no sherry here. It's just yeah. American Oak. So that's kind of where they pull that. And I think banana is found in almost all Glen Levitt's profiles. It's like they're. It's like they're. They're yeah. even if they don't claim it, it's there in almost everything that we've tasted. Absolutely, in my opinion. Um, but you know. It's just, that's kind of where we're at. I'm going to talk about your whiskeys, Donnie. So the bourbons that you decided to pick. Um, yeah, so, you know, I kind of went over this, guys. Kind of the well-balanced one for me. The everyday, any day type scenario. Uh, one of my other selections, I also decided on the Elijah Craig. I'm a huge Elijah Craig barrel-proof fan. Yes. Um, I just, I can't get enough of it. Doesn't matter what iteration it is. I want it. Uh, so this is one that actually kind of helped me get introduced to some of these things. This is a great mixer, which is really nice if my wife likes cocktails yeah, or something yeah. that you can kind of mix. It's kind of viscous. Uh, it's got the real standard bourbon notes, the vanilla caramel, but it also has the nuttiness, the Heaven Hill nuttiness. It's the distillery that makes uh, Elijah Craig. Uh, so it kind of brings a, a little bit of different flavor profile sure. compared to the 1792. So when you're looking at yourself, you know, I'm hoping if you kind of go down this route and you say, oh, I like bourbons, I want to hear what Donnie has to say, and you look at these for no matter what mood you're you're in yeah. for whiskey, one of these is gonna fit is it. gonna hit the spot. Yeah, I think and you're that's right. kind of what I'm doing across the board. So this one, like I said, it's gonna get the standard good cocktails. Um, yeah. you know, like I said, just a little bit of that nuttiness. I, I think uh, the word approachable is a good one to apply. There you go. They are. All of these are very approachable. You're not going to get turned off. They're going to be very, very mellow enough to 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 not like um, shy somebody away from it, but also unique enough to have different flavor profiles because all of these taste completely different. This is what's the beauty of whiskey and yeah. the beauty of like what we're doing here is that they all have totally different flavor profiles. And I agree with you. I think that for me, the Elijah Craig Barrel Proof is probably top on my list if you're going to talk about the the connection between the two. Sure. Um, and I think there's a different flavor profile from the standard 90, that 94 proof, but there are some similarities. They're light, yeah. you know, but they're there. Um, now, just because we've been doing this for quite some time now, I feel like that, you know, we look for more uniqueness too, right? And so what we try to jump into those barrel proof or those cast strength whiskeys uh, for in the Scotch world, uh, just because we want something that's a little bit more punchy, a little bit more um, fuller. The flavor, the complexity, yeah. um, you kind of, oddly enough, the punch, yeah. right? You kind punch. of want a little bit of the flavor punch. Um, so th there's higher levels of each one of these as there are for the, the scotches as well. Um, so this one is kind of a good one where you can get an idea on what the barrel proofs may be, just not at that intensity yeah. level. The only downside with the barrel proofs is they cost more. You know, so if we're talking, you know, the the the, the rule here, our, our game we played was yeah. what can you curate for under hundred dollars? And I think uh, I think you hit it, man. I think you hit the nail on the head. Yeah, I didn't, actually we didn't go over costs. So like yeah. the the seventeen ninety two, it's about twenty four twenty five dollars. Elijah Craig, twenty four twenty five. Same thing with the. Buffalo Trace, if you can find it, uh, our area it's readily available. Some yeah. areas it's actually tough to find, um, and then the I think one of my favorites on here is 
the uh, Wild Turkey 101, yeah. which is around $18. Yeah, it's crazy. That's $18. I just... It's outrageous. Yeah, it's, that, that's it's, value. What, what, what do we call this? The party whiskey? This is like yeah, a college party whiskey. Yeah, the college party whiskey. whiskey but like, then you revisit later as an adult once you're, like, you're a little bit more... Why? Well, I really enjoy whiskey. this. It's like, this is a good whiskey. <laughs> this is a really good well, whiskey. Well, yeah, because again, you're talking like... You know, we've talked, I've, I've, we've talked about this in the past. And, and your, your, the profile for me uh, yeah. in what I like with whiskey has gone from, oh, it's really smooth and it's really easy to drink with something now to, oh, I don't want anything in it and I want it as neat as it possibly can be and I want it to be hot and I want it to be heavy and I want it to be a lot of, I want it to be very viscous and I want it to have a ton of flavor. So, but the reason we do that is because I enjoy that out of a whiskey. Yeah. I enjoy picking flavor profiles, notes that you may not have picked originally. Um, whereas, you know, when you're first an intro into whiskey, you're just yeah. like, eh, it's too hot. I don't want anything harsh. Yeah. These, none of these are harsh. No. These are all very easy to drink. And you very actually, easy. You brought up a good point too, which is kind of fun with each one of these. I can almost guarantee, cause there's no certainties in life, but I can almost guarantee if you were to intro to any one of these whiskeys and then as you get acclimated, as you try more whiskeys and then you were to revisit them later on, I think you'll find an extra note that you didn't have hundred percent agree. You know, I know there's not a lot in bourbon, but overall you know pretty strong you know with there's the enough. three or four but there is yeah there's, there's definitely enough, enough yeah. that uh, you could probably find something a little bit new I'm especially sure. if we talk about introductory yeah right? introduction into whiskey introductory however you want to word it, it, it you're gonna you're gonna get you know real simple flavor profiles up at front like in the Glen level 12 you might go banana you yeah. know actually if you get banana i'd be like wow that's pretty good uh, generally you're gonna get vanilla out of this one and you're not gonna get much other yeah. fruit um but this one you know if you're gonna if you're gonna start picking off the fruits like some of the stuff that we were great that's awesome that's great because that's the sherry yeah. you know and then you know you kind of go to the the creme de la creme in in my list um that glenmore g Lasanta, and this is the sherry bomb a funky sherry bomb that's like sulfur so in like you know, burnt rubber in a good way. In a good way. Oddly <laughs> enough, in a good way. Yeah, it kind of covers all the bases. It's, it's just so all those good. different pieces yeah. add that complexity. And I and this is what I think is so interesting about the bourbon selections too. And me not even being a bourbon guy, I appreciate all of what you brought here. Um, I definitely like the foolproof stuff a little bit more. But that's just because again, my flavor yeah. profiles have gone from I really want something that's light and and, and easy to drink to yeah. I really want something that I want to I want to almost like. I know it's not like a fight, but it's a it's a balance in your mouth, right? You're trying to go, hmm, oh my god, what am I what am I picking out of this? Like, yeah. what am I pulling out of this? And it's kind of like a game. Like, the discovery of yeah. it is part it's of the fun. fun. It it's, really is part of the fun because then you try to find consistencies in certain distilleries or certain mash bills or whatever it is, and, and see if you can you know dissect and isolate those notes, which is it's just a yeah, lot of fun. That same thing I do is good, man. It's good. That, that's one of just great. the, the I mean, better daily sippers. It's if, good. You know, if you just want a little sip. Like so, this one so talk about that. Let's you know elaborate a little bit more. If you were to pick out of your selection, and then I'll do mine after. What is your daily sipper? Out of the four, what's your daily sipper? It would be the seventeen ninety two. Seventeen ninety two. Yeah, this one is just—it's easy to drink. It covers yep. all bases. A lot of times, I'm in uh, the mood for certain flavor profiles, um, and sometimes with the amount of whiskey that is currently in my collection, I'm just indecisive. Yeah. I'm like ah, you know, there's all these different options. This one is just this one and then the bottled and bond. I know it's not part of the selection, but it's a hunter proof, a little bit more. It was a store pick too. So, yeah. you know, you got one of the better it's a little bottles, more unique. Or better barrels yeah. of the selection. Yeah. But this one is gonna be a really good one. Like I said, I just I love me some Elijah Craig, but that'll be a good for the, the mixers. Yeah. Uh, and it's and it's very reasonably priced. Yeah. You know, I think, you know, Buffalo Trace is up there as well, but it's just it's it's one of those sweeter ones. Yeah. This is why I put this one in there. It's just you're gonna get all of the sweet notes across the board, yeah. everything you're looking for, tiny bits of cinnamon. Uh, the vanilla, the, the caramels, everything's going to jump through on this guy. And uh, I think it's just want to be one of those bottles that anybody that comes in that's just 
you know, interested in whiskey, um, that you know, like the sweeter side, that don't want that alcohol punch or anything yeah. like that, they're going to be interested in something like that. I this. agree. It is, it is very much sweeter than that. It's an, and as a non-flavored whiskey, because they're all Kentucky, those are just Kentucky, Kentucky yeah. straight bourbons. And what I've got is your, you know, your standard standard twelve-year single malts, uh, but nothing. There's no additives. It's just the sweetness you get from the barrel and from the the mash and from, uh, you know, its maturation process. So yeah. well, that's what's so awesome about this. Uh, yeah. But I agree. I think the 1792 in my bar that would be my daily drinker too. And it would also be that one that I keep in stock all the time to make sure that you have something readily available for people who you want to pour whiskey to. Yeah. Because you can't always, like I said, can't always um, go to your top, you know, bottles, yeah. your Glenlow 25s, your, you know, your Brooklady uh, Black Arts, because they cost a lot of money. And you don't bring out the top <laughs> shelf if, if the person drinking it yeah. may not appreciate. It's true because you're willing you, to share. It's a turnoff but, for people. Yeah. If you give someone a Glenlow 25 or a, you know, like a, a Mac, even a Mac 18, which isn't yeah. super, super up there, but it's very, it's a pricey bottle, and you say, oh, this is, you know, where do you go from there? Yeah. Especially for a novice whiskey drinker, they're gonna go nowhere. That's it. That's the that's the yeah. end. That's the you know they think that's the creme de la creme, and there's nothing else to do. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah, but you actually derail their whiskey interest. Yeah, you got it. You got to build yourself up to it. They don't like it. Yeah, and then you're almost like, oh well, now I'm really screwed. So mm -hmm. you know, um, but I think for so for me, my daily, it's gonna be the Glenmorton G. It's. It's the most expensive. Actually, it's the most expensive whiskey that's sitting in the seven yeah. whiskeys that we're looking at. Yeah, before this, when you're kind of when we were you were discussing kind of how you're going to break that out, I thought the Lasanta was the breakaway daily. Um, this Glenfiddich 18 or the 12 here. 12? Um, is it kind of coming back at it, you? It didn't take the lead. The Lasanta yeah. is that's the daily, but it's a closer race than I thought. It's there, got a beautiful nose. This though. one is just. I'm even revisiting. Like I said, I love my 1792, and I'm kind of sipping on that. I had to go back to this Glenfiddich 12. I get more fruit now that it's been sitting out here. There's a lot more fruit forward um, on the nose than, than I did originally. It reminds me of, you ever get those little bags of like the dried fruits with the, the dried banana and all that stuff in it? Yeah. It kind of reminds me of the smell it's, after you open the bag. Yeah, it's like that. It, it really is that. It's like a sugar, it's like a sugar punch. Yeah, because it got like the, the dried apricots, and it got the raisins, the banana. But it's not very sweet. It's not overly sweet. The, the, this is what's the amazing. Palate. The palate. Yeah. The palate is very, very mild in sweetness, which is good. And I think again, one of one of the reasons why it's on my on my list uh, as an, an introductory whiskey because you don't want to oversweet, you know, the pot, right? You don't want to make sure that someone's like, oh, it's, you know, whatever you're giving me is just way too sweet or yeah. too much sherry. Um, anyways, and you'll notice I didn't pick any peated whiskeys. Donnie didn't really go into any foolproof. I guess technically the 101 is this is pretty close. It's pretty kinda, close. You know, it's a good I guess segue into this 101. It's just. There's, while I pick this as my daily, the 101 might be my favorite whiskey favorite. on here because I feel like I'm getting a lot more flavors out of yeah. it. It's real strong cinnamon, real strong uh, rye spice. The 101 proof kind of really brings it out. The cost is obviously phenomenal. It's available everywhere. Yeah. Um, when you're looking, if this is gonna be your entry level, this would be kind of your Friday night pour. Yeah. Right after a I long think, week, you get a lot more flavor. You're kind of this the tail end. Bump it up a little bit. You just kind of you know bring yeah. it up a notch. I think what, these are 90 proofs and then 94, so 101 proof. Yeah. Um, you know, you get that wild turkey funk. You know, don't hate on the wild turkey. I mean, they got, they got some phenomenal offerings. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, you can jump into the rare breed if you want to really up your game and, and really convince, you know, people in the, to, to like yeah. that, that higher proof stuff. It, it's great. But, that rare you know, breed's in my top two or three it's a good whiskeys. I just, we, I just suggested it to... Maybe three? I don't know. I suggested it to one of our followers on Instagram. And oh, just now? Yeah, it yeah. was like a couple days ago. He like, was, it was one of those, what yeah. should I pick? 
and it was a rare breed, and I think it was, I don't know what the other selection was, but I'm like, oh, I really like that rare breed. Um, and I was like, you should try it. I think you'll like it. And it was just a suggestion. And then he went out and posted a picture of him, and he goes, no thanks, at Dan Society. I'm surprised he didn't see it, but it no. was like, it just was fun because it was like, yeah, that's that was a suggestion, and he was yeah. like totally sold on it. So, you know, that's what I love about the whiskey community, and especially on on, on Instagram or yeah. on Facebook or any of those, you know, social media sites is that, um, you know, there's a lot of camaraderie there. People want to help you out, and, they, and it's like, I don't want to ever turn anyone off to anything, so I, I, we're going to try to be as positive as we can, yeah. but give honest opinions on what we think is, you know, tastes are and so on and so forth. So in different episodes, you know, I think we're going to, we'll do this again, and we'll do like a, let's bump it up, 200. Yep. Or let's say barrel proof, or maybe you guys can tell us what you would not like. Take this one out. Maybe you want to get rid of the Glen Level 12. You know, sub a bottle or yeah, something like that. Yeah, sub a bottle, because we can do that. Yeah, and if we got the other DBS members involved, it'd be kind of cool if we had a pool of bottles, and then as a group, we have we'll, to decide, hey, we'll ask, what's we'll our throw it up. Yeah. We'll throw it up here. It'll be on the screen. You'll see it while we're talking here. You'll see the, the infograph of, of our current member status and what their $100 introductory into whiskey starter kit is. Yeah. And that's what we'll call it. The, the DBS starter kit. Yeah, I will say, though, if they're gonna, <laughs> if they're gonna do bourbon, I feel like mine's gonna be hard to beat. Yeah. I, but I said that on our last episode about the blending and I took last. So, yeah. you know, there's, there's know. a high likelihood but uh, that I could take an L. But I think this one's gonna be tough to beat. <laughs> <laughs> you need to, yeah, you need to win. Though. I, I gotta get I took second on the blend and I yeah. sucked. Anyway, yeah. So, <laughs> but, uh, you know, thanks for, thanks for sharing the time with us, guys. Um, hope you enjoyed what we've selected here. Um, if you have any questions, let us know, man. Yeah. We'll, we'll I would love to, to hear your it. feedback too. Sure. What bottles would you choose? What did we miss? Right. Uh, I mean, there's we a lot of good We definitely missed stuff. Well, we had to. We had to miss something. Uh, <clears throat> how much were these mics? I think I paid two hundred for them. Jesus. But I mean, they're they're fucking legit, dude. I can't. This is, and they're wireless. Yeah. You realize we're, we're yeah. wireless. Yeah, I was gonna say, it's just kind of like <laughs> the little connect. Like it's we just, it's cool. All right. Love um, it. Oh, I knocked in. I'll do, knocked a sec- in. I'll do a second knock in. Yeah. All right, guys. Uh, so let's. I don't like that. I'm gonna. We'll do a secondary knock. Yeah. I'm not gonna sell. Okay. All right, everyone. Well, uh, let's grab your glass so we can toast. So um, what are you gonna go with? What are you, are you doing? I got. I only have the Glenfiddich 12. All right, I drink Glen, all Glenfiddich 12. It is. Too, so. All right. <laughs> well, uh, cheers to you. Cheers to you. And from the Dram Bell Society, may you enjoy your dram one grain at a time. All right. Oh, that's